Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Vilified, Janae's Story, Season 1, Episode 7. The Tortured Artist. What is it like to suffer for your art? Is your art more poignant if the artist is mentally tortured? First, let's define the word mental illness because people generally associate it with the juggernauts like depression, bipolar, or schizophrenia. According to a website that I cannot pronounce. Mental illness is a health condition that changes emotions, thinking, and behavior. It affects work, social circumstances, and day-to-day activities. So this means instances of alcoholism, OCD, and autism all fall under this category. Does this mean that all artists are mentally ill? Of course not, but the odds heavily lean that way. Scientific America reports that artists, including writers, are 20 times more likely to be bipolar and 10 times more likely to have some form of depression. That's just food for thought. Welcome back, my friends. No. No snide remarks today. I have been feeling a bit off, but I promised myself I would put out an episode, so here I am. This is still my show, and I'm liable to say anything. Although, I will admit, there's not a lot of cussing anymore. It's just to pepper my sentences anyway, so... This means viewer discretion is advised. The show is not for the thin-skinned. <laughs> I just made that up, but you get the picture. If you have an aversion to crude language or visceral honesty, well, I'm sure you could find 
a family-friendly podcast somewhere. I have a tendency to talk about murder, torture, self-harm, or violence. Don't get too weirded out because that's not all I talk about. I'm not holding my tongue, though. So if you're squeamish or easily triggered, this isn't the show for you. (laughs) You ready? Here we go. My name is Janae, and this is my story. One of my first memories of my gifts showed itself in fifth grade when I made my very first book. I designed it too. I don't remember what was in the inside, but I will never forget the outside. The back cover was a cow's ass, no lie. But this made my teacher, Mr. L, laugh a lot. Oh, by the way, if you're new, I don't give out names, just letters. If you're returning, you know the drill. I have always been fascinated with photos, art, and writing for as long as I can remember. Just the expression of yourself is something, just the expression of yourself is something uplifting and inspiring for me. You see, I have schizoaffective disorder. In other words, I have two disorders schizophrenia, and bipolar. But back then, I didn't know it. I don't think of it as a burden now or something to be afraid of or ashamed of. But boy, was it trouble when I sunk to the depths of despair, which happened frequently. I, like most depressed individuals, wrote haunting poetry and short stories. Mind you, I didn't always write them down. Sometimes I wrote them in my head and told them back to myself, which is weird in itself, but I digress. I just had a knack for art in general. In high school, I took art as an elective. I remember once in art class, I made a penis in clay. My teacher, who I secretly suspect was suffering from some mental illness himself, put it in the kiln to harden. (laughs) It broke, but the most impressive thing was I'd only seen one in sex ed, I believe. It had veins and everything. Yes, even then, I had the gift and once received an award for a poem I wrote in class. It was called The Jungle. I still have the plaque they gave me, likening the crunch of leaves to someone breaking your glasses. Well, you can see I had an eye for detail. I sketched this heart one time with bullet holes, cracks, stab wounds, band-aids trying to cover them, sutures, 
and a knife through it. I did that in high school. It was a representation of what I believed was my heart. I bet you think it's one of those corny hearts like on Valentine's Day, right? Nope, it was an actual human heart. Creepy, right? It was the anguish I felt at it was the anguish I felt at that age after enduring so much. And if you don't know what I mean, go back to some of my other podcasts and you'll see what I'm talking about. In fact, I wouldn't have named this show Vilified if it didn't really mean what it means. But I digress. How could a teenager feel so much anguish? I think all teens have depression in some way. Not all of them, but a majority of them feel depression on loneliness or hopelessness at some time. Some act out, some cut their arms and legs, some draw, and some wear black lipstick or write to cope. Side note, fuck Valentine's Day, okay? I've had a boyfriend at the time and several of the holidays without and I say, fuck that holiday. <laughs> Moving on. I think one of the most impressive things about me is how easily I can teach myself things with or without professional instruction. Nowadays, it's like watching a buttload of YouTube videos. But I grew up around the 90s, so... There wasn't a lot of information back then. And I really didn't know YouTube when it first came out. So there you go with that. But here is a list of things I have taught myself. Sketching, acrylic painting, oil painting, marketing and advertising, making videos for YouTube, editing those videos, tarot, palmistry, podcasting, I'm still learning that bit, creating custom computers from scratch, watercolor painting, running a business, acrylic, nail application and design, which I, I did today, I did my own nails, jewelry making, doing my hair myself, like braids and sew-ins, I've run three successful businesses now that I think about it. My definition of success, no, I didn't rake in like six figures or whatever, but I had a lot of word of mouth for my prices or my how well I did the job. I wrote a book. I've edited books. I can create a website using HTML or coding. I taught myself calligraphy. I taught myself how to use Scrivener, which um, if you've never seen, or well, if you've never seen Scrivener, it's it has a pretty high learning curve, but I taught myself it. 
I did Adobe Edition by myself, which is another high learning curve. So I, it was for doing this, for editing this podcast. I know Quicken, I know Word, I know Excel. All of the Microsoft suites, I taught myself how to use them. I mean, granted, um, using them is not really hard to do, but for a person that never used a word processing thing or um, like a spreadsheet or PowerPoint, it's impressive to me. Oh, also, I can read and sometimes speak French. In fact, I wrote a poem about my crush in French and I put it on Instagram. So if you know, um, my Instagram is, wait a minute, I don't even know what my Instagram is. I think it's Janae the writer, but um, you can see it because it's in French and it's translation is of course in English, but I wrote it in French just because I felt like it. This isn't all of the things that I know, but it's a shit ton. You may not be impressed, but I certainly am, and that's all that matters. You see, just because you have a bullseye on your forehead doesn't mean you're going to get shot. You can suffer from delusions or depression and still flourish. You can sit alone in your bedroom wanting to die and still be an inspiration to people. I know I've been through so much, and yet... I'm still here. I'm still learning everything there is to life. Even though my demons are nipping at my heels, the drive, the heart of me, never gives up. I'm meant for something in this world just like you. You can pull yourself out of that hole no matter how many times you stumble. Get back up. Sometimes all you can do is be still, but just know that you didn't give up. And that, my friends, is pretty impressive. To bring this full circle, I wanted to tell you why I chose to talk about art this week. It's close to my heart because, like I said, I'm an artist, but I'm not just a painter or a writer. I express myself through the color of my eyes, or my hair, or my style. Because my inner world is dark and depressing. I want my outer world. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To be bold, bright, and whimsical. One time, a classmate of mine told me, I don't live in the world, I live on it. And I think that describes me to a T. I know, I know. Anyways, I wanted to tell you about another artist that through his art, he chose to express his own men mental anguish and fear of mental illness. His name is Edvard Munch. Now, I know most people don't know his name, but they know his artwork, which was called The Screen, a face that would one day be recreated by a well-known actor, Macaulay Culkin, in Home Alone. Edvard Munch was Norwegian and an expressionist painter. He would go on to play a great role in German Expressionism. He was born December 12, 1863, in Leuten, Norway. Edvard's father, Christian, was a doctor and medical officer. His mother, Laura, was artistically inclined, which may have encouraged he and his older sister. He had three younger siblings, he was related to the famous painter Jacob Munch and the historian Peter Munch. So you can say it was in his bloodline. Edvard was three years old when his mother died of tuberculosis. And just nine years later, his older sister died of the same disease. He was raised by his father and his aunt Karen after their deaths. He would draw to keep himself occupied because he was usually sick during the winters. His father was mentally ill and obsessively religious. He would control his children by telling him the ghost of their mother was dismayed by their behavior. The retellings of Edgar Allan Poe ghost stories, his own ill health and religious oppression from his father that inspired his eerie and macabre works of art in the future. Edvard feared mental illness like his younger sister who had schizophrenia and his father who suffered from delusions and illusions. But the threat of dying young was real as his one sibling that did get married died shortly after his wedding. In 1979, Edvard enrolled in a technical college for engineering and did well, but he left after a year to be an artist, a painter. His father was less than pleased, viewing painting as an unholy trade. In 1881, he studied at the Royal School of Art, where his relative, Jacob Munch, founded. 
He had his first exhibit in 1883, but it was not well received by critics. In 1885, Edward left home for Paris, where he was influenced by the Impressionist and Post-Impressionist art, the latter he adopted as his own. From 1892 to 1908, Edward split his time between Paris and Berlin, but in 1909, he returned home where his interests turned to nature. His previous works were somber and dark, but his nature scenes had color and were more cheerful. Much of his artwork was created at this time. His most well-known works, which existed in a few pastels and two on canvas, is known as The Scream. The Scream is distinct because of the downward-looking stance of the figure, the main figure, I mean. Also, it's a bit eerie and creepy, in my opinion. I encourage you to look it up online just to see what it looks like. Actually, um, I think the picture of the screen, the eyes aren't there anymore because it was so old and plus it was confiscated by Hitler. But you should still look it up because it's quite interesting, like I said. <laughs> he wrote that he and his two friends were walking down a pier as the sun was setting and the sky turned blood red over a bluish black fjord. It was then that he heard the enormous infinite scream of nature. So basically he was, he depicted a picture of himself screaming on the pier, which is awesome. <laughs> In 1908, Edward's anxiety, compounded by the excessive drinking and fighting, came to a fevered pitch. He said of himself, my condition was verging on madness. He was given into hallucinations and feelings of persecution. So he checked himself into a clinic of Daniel Jacobson. He stayed there for eight months and received electrification, which is different from the kind of um, therapy they give you when you're mentally ill, just so you know. And he was put on a strict diet. After his treatment, his work became colorful and vibrant. He spent the last two, two decades in solitude dying in 1944. As many of you can deduce, and as I said, these were, he lived during the Hitler years. And it was odd because Hitler confiscated his work the first time and he was like scared, Edward, I mean, was scared that they would come and get his work again. They took like a lot of his paintings. Um, he got most of them back, which he donated to a museum. 
but 11 of the artworks that he did went missing. So that's a mystery. I bring up Edward Munch because he spent his life in fear of the very real and some of some imagined illness. But the thing about it is, he never stopped producing art. He never stopped feeling his emotions through painting, which is what I'm trying to say. Whether in dark or light, he created some of his greatest works. I know some of you are artistically inclined. No? Why? Have you tried to sketch? Have you tried painting or sculpting or writing? If not, I encourage you to pick up a brush or pick up a pen and write something like, I don't know, poetry. You can't write poetry? You're trying too hard. Don't compare yourself to anyone but you. Want to know how to write? Why don't you listen to another podcast of mine, which is called How Not to Write Janae? Well, shameless promotion. I'm allowed. But seriously, try something easy, which is everything. Make jewelry, paint a mural, buy some seeds, plant them, and watch them grow. Bake some cookies from scratch. Dance in the rain, without shoes, which I've done. The point is, try something new this week. One of my best therapists I ever had told me, when my voices get out of control or angry or violent, to distract myself. Because once you're focused on something else, You don't give attention to the voices. Thereby, you give the negativity no fuel. So listeners and families or friends of those mentally ill, allow yourself to create something this week. Use your emotion and feel through your colors or through your baking or through your knitting or crocheting or whatever you haven't tried before. I, I, I guarantee you, if you try something and you like it, well, bonus, you know? It beats just watching YouTube or just sitting there hoping and wishing to die. I'm not making light of your disorder or disease or illness. I'm trying to give you tools that you can use to cope because coping is living. Coping is attacking the problem instead of letting the problem attack you. Well, this is where I leave you. I know I'm just a voice online, but I am also a human struggling with a disorder. Sometimes it helps me to talk to someone who cares. Maybe it can help you too. You want to talk? 
I want to listen. Even if you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. You can reach me at my email, which is JanaeTheWriter at Yahoo.com. Even if you're the friend, lover, or co-worker of someone who is struggling, you can reach out. If I can't tell you what the solution to whatever you see as a problem, I can get advice from my daughter who has lived through it and is a grown woman so she can be able to tell me just what she did to assist me through my darkest times and maybe it could help you or your loved one. Venting is a good thing. Remember, try something that distracts you from any type of negativity in your life with creativity. And remember, stand tall, my dears. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 